You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abe. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 216 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on BeyondPod, Stitcher, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. Hey, don't step all over my <laughs> I just did. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Aver. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got quite a bit to talk about this week. We're going to dive into your feedback, talk about Raw, Total Divas, Lucha Underground maybe, perhaps? Maybe. We'll see. Q&A, all that good stuff. So how you guys doing? Sleepy. Yeah? A little tired? Yeah. Doug, how about you? Hey, fuck off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm Moran. I'm Moran. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sleepy, but I... Um, I'm awake. Yeah. Well, you're uh, here. Uh, it's all those damn cookies I just ate. Mm. I'm crashing. That's not good. Guess you got to eat more cookies. Or drink more um, energy drinks. There you go. So welcome to the show. Let's dive on in some feedback. First first and only bit of feedback we have this week is from Carl with a K. Hey, Carl. Saying, thanks, guys. I did not expect to hear you guys talk about my little comment. And Tex Lone Star made me laugh. And yes, I have been compared to a llama before. P.S. Thanks for spelling my name right. <laughs> so there you go. So uh, thanks, no problem, man. Thanks for listening, Carl. No problem, Carl. C-A-R-L. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> it's K-A-R-L. Tonight. C-A-R-L, right? Carl, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. As we're on the road to WrestleMania, getting one week closer to that big event. I don't know. It doesn't have that big field like last year did, for me at least. Well, also, you? it's just because we were there, too. Well, yeah. Maybe that's that's a factor. That is a contributing factor, yes. But, like, even then, it was like, oh, man, the car's shaping out to be pretty pretty awesome. And I don't know. This one, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling that energy, that electricity, that buzz. It was sucked out of you because you were hoping for Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. That's quite possible. That could be it. So I don't know. I know this sounds weird, but I'm gonna tell you that the one I'm looking forward to that's like just popped in my head is just mm. is Triple H versus Sting. Yeah? Yeah. See, like even that I'm not too excited about. I'm just like, okay. They're you haven't seen too much of Sting. We'll put it we'll put a number on it. Um one to ten. How how excited are you? Three. Three? Yeah. Like Five? I feel like I'm gonna be watching a an ex a, an episode of Raw. Like, oh, okay, well, it's WrestleMania time. I mean, I'm sure maybe, like, as the time gets closer and we do our tradition or, you know, we all get together and make our bets and stuff like that, you know, maybe... Ah, it's return of bets. Yeah, return of the, the party and all that, a WrestleMania party. You know, that's, the, that's Tyler's bachelor weekend, too. Oh, yeah. Forewarning, we're probably not going to cover anything but WrestleMania coming back from that, that week. <laughs> Cause like that, we will be gone all weekend, and so we probably won't have time to see shit except for WrestleMania. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all we're covering that week, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Boom. The, the radio sound. show will probably be just be copy and paste. We'll talk about mania for both of us. Yeah, we'll just take a, take long breaths when it's time to segment oh. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What about you, Aber? Give me a number. Um, it's either five or six for me because I still, you know, I still get the hey WrestleMania is coming up, but at the same time, I'm kind of like Daniel, but I don't know. I think I'm I'm more the Triple H and Sting thing because I'm all about um, matches that's, that hasn't happened before. Or, I mean, I know Bray Wyatt Undertaker hasn't happened before, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still – I know he's, like, they're older, but it's, like, a guy from WCW back in the day. Oh, I mean, he's now making his WWE, like, debut versus Triple H. But I, I don't know. I feel excited about that one. I mean, I – I agree. There's not. There's nothing on this card that's announced so far that really interests me. But I feel like maybe Daniel, you might be underselling it. I'm. I'm more in line with Tyler right now. I'd give it about a five. No. Of anticipation right now, but uh, I like, don't know. Like at the moment, I feel like I'm preparing to watch Raw. Like it's probably going to start with a long promo. Well, less segments, huh? Well, that, uh, one, that one long promo. It's going to start with a long promo. They're going to have a match. They're going to rock have is a, back. He's going to backstage segment. You know, it's, I feel like it's just going to be uh, raw in a larger stadium at the moment. Uh, well, I mean, I could I could understand that being your uh, what you're anticipating just because of the way they've been. Uh, booking these uh, special live events, quote unquote, mm-hmm. your pay per views now. Uh, I get that. I, I do think they're going to go, this, despite the fact that I'm not looking forward to any one match that they've announced. Um, despite all that, I still feel like Mania delivers on some level. I mean, it, yeah. it is your, the spectacle, it is the, you know, entertainment. Yeah, the pageantry, the, you know, all that. I feel at least on that level it delivers and you know, it's hard for me to get under like a 5 for these this type of stuff. But. I guess just like the way that the last few pay-per-views have gone, like we haven't seen too many like outstanding matches. And that's what I want from from WrestleMania this year. Like I want to be like blown away and I don't think we're going to get that. I feel like Triple H versus Sting is actually probably going to be kind of a disappointment. Uh I think Rusev will, will shine quite well against Cena. Other than that, I mean, I can't really get behind it. Andre, the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, even that, I'm like, all right. See, I mean, I think that we all sort of um, talk about matchups and quality of match that we expect, but... If you really think about it, WrestleMania is really always geared more towards the spectacle and the pageantry mm-hmm. than the matchups. But I mean, I guess that doesn't necessarily that doesn't stop you from they usually at least have something on paper that looks appealing to me that's going to go and deliver yeah. in ring. It's but. supposed to be like the end of the journey, and they're certainly telling stories to get to that point. But I don't know. I'm just becoming less and less interested, especially when you know three of the main contenders in some of the matches aren't even on the roster like they're they're nowhere to be found undertaker's not being on tv until mania sting's probably only going to be seen once or twice until mania and brock lesnar i mean that is weird yeah you've got you've got bray wyatt carrying load carrying the load you've got triple h carrying the load and now you have roman reigns uh talking to, to paul Heyman to carry the load 
I see where you're coming from. I give I give Brock Lesnar a pass because he delivers when he's well, yeah. there. So uh, I, I see your points. Uh, I accept that as valid criticism of Brock Lesnar, but I might also I might also argue that Brock only being around ever so often makes him feel more special, mm-hmm. and he's probably benefited from you know skating past shitty booking by not well, yeah. being there every week. So I give Brock a pass. I understand what you're saying about the the other guys, but mm-hmm. we Undertaker's never there really. I mean, yeah, in the building up weeks, but. He's not doing much anyway. So. Yeah, but I mean, if they really, if they really are going to keep him off until WrestleMania, it's not going to have that big feel. Whenever you know, whenever that match just shows comes. up, for he Mania just shows up. They're like, oh, well, what well, do you know? There's he, the Undertaker. Well, you know, they'll probably have him there the Monday before. I don't know. I don't know. I call it the Monday before Mania. I mean, yeah, I feel like they should at least do a vignette or a uh, video of him answering the challenge at least. Mm. I think they're if they're holding their breath that one the fans quote unquote wondering if Undertaker's going to show up and accept the challenge. I think like that's what you're holding your breath on selling this match. I think you're you're really asking a lot for, mm. uh, from the fans. I'm just not I'm just not that excited about it at the moment. Maybe I'm just being negative, but. Just not getting into it. But let's dive on into Raw. Uh, we kick things off with Seth Rollins coming in, talking about Jon Stewart. Over the past uh, couple weeks, he's been going back and forth, even showing up on The Daily Show, saying, uh, oh, he's going to be here tonight once once he arrives. And then uh, Roman Reigns comes out, tries to cut him off, punches him in the face. Uh, what do you think about this opening segment? Ooh, man. Uh, it was fine for what it was. I mean... I thought that Rollins was fine in his role. I thought Reigns was shaky as usual on the mic. Uh, he stumbled. He, he came down and he was sort of like, oh, I just came down to hear them chant, you suck at you, you know, in person. And he sort of struggled just saying that. Much. <laughs> I have no reason coming out here, but. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't give a. I don't know, man. I left backstage, went up to the upper deck, told the people, hey, play my music so I can walk down here just to tell you, hey, you suck. Hey, man. Hey. You don't know that. He just walked out. He he was just there, and they happened to play his music. I wonder if he still likes walking through the crowd. I'm sure he does. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that sets up the uh, the first matchup. Dean Ambrose going up against Bad News Barrett. R-Truth on commentary. They made mention of... uh, R-Truth stealing the Intercontinental title I, during SmackDown. I know it sounds goofy, but I, I like this. Yeah. I like them taking the titles. It kind of reminds me. It's not the same thing, mm-hmm. but it kind of reminds me of the hardcore title, sort of like if... Where it just changes hands so Yeah, frequently. like that. And it's not the same, but right. at the same time, it's like... You're having multiple people it focused on the it, title. It cracked me up. He's like, oh, man, this all changed twice and whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that cracked me up, so I... I did like that. Yeah, I mean, they're setting up for the for the match at WrestleMania, obviously. So it's good to have people at least interested in the title now. Uh, so they're all sort of centered around. You've got Ambrose, Barrett, Truth, Harper, Ziggler, and Brian. Uh, one thing I haven't mentioned yet, but I've watched like half of Raw with my dad. Mm-hmm. So I'll chime in and tell you some of the things he said. Like Papa Bear. <laughs> he cracks me up. He's like, well, he's like, why are they like people stealing the title, man? They're gonna get in trouble for that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they are, dude. 
Yep, they sure are. But this time it was uh, Luke Harper who ends up taking the title after our truth had taken it. Here you go. You want it? Yeah, he's like, oh, Why are you yeah. giving it to him? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, but Dean Ambrose, I mean, the focus was more on the title being stolen than the match itself. But Dean Ambrose ends up taking the uh, the victory. Anything to really take away from the matchup? No, not really. I'm not into this uh, angle. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's dumb. Um <sighs> I mean, Tyler mentioned the hardcore. The thing about the hardcore title was that you could win it at any point. These guys are just walking. Mm-hmm. Up yeah, and well, I, I said it was different. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not like correcting. You. I'm just saying like the reason why I don't like it is these dudes are just walking up and being like, "Oh yeah, I want. I'll take this belt <laughs> uh, for no reason at all, really." Yeah. I mean, Truth has a win over the champ. Ambrose has a win over the champ. Uh, I don't know why Luke Harper just walked up and took the belt. I have no reason why. Because he's a former Intercontinental Champion. Oh, Ziggler. Yeah, but so why don't he just say, I'll just kill this dude and take it. Like, I'll just beat this guy. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why Truth went through the trouble of stealing it if he's just going to give it up. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. And he does his little sneaky shh. Takes it. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. So after that... We get to see everyone backstage for the uh, for the debut of Miz's new commercial, which he promptly pushed Damian Mizdow out of the way in order to, to film. And it turns out to be a, uh, a male enhancement ad called uh, Niagara. And uh, he seemed quite upset about that. But Mizdow was like, I, I tried to tell you, but, you know, you pushed me out of the way. So, um, I don't know. What, what did you guys think about this segment? I uh, thought it was dumb. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's just bad WWE comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Agree. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't get why. If if Mizdow is now a hot commodity, and he's wanted for commercials, why is he afraid of being fired by the Miz? Why don't he just go and do the commercials? Right. Tell Miz to fuck off. It doesn't off. make sense. Because didn't he say something a while back? Is like along the lines, I could fire you. That means you wouldn't have a job here or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's weird. I mean, yeah, you do I, have a job here. He can fire you. You just, oh, go back to being a wrestler. Mm-hmm. If just go back to being Damian your Sandow. Own, your own self. If we're to believe that uh, that Mizdow is such a hot commodity that he's being offered things instead of the Miz, then why doesn't he just tell the Miz to fuck off? Yeah. You could just do that. And then they had, you know, the stare down between Mizdow and Miz. And they need to tell Miz not to whisper Whenever he's trying to deliver a promo, like I know he's trying to be serious, and you know you need to you need to step off right now. But it, it, the mic doesn't pick up on him. He's he's talking so softly, no one can hear what he's saying. So I don't know. It was stupid. But uh, after that, we got a uh, a Bray Wyatt promo saying at WrestleMania you're gonna burn. Obviously talking to the Undertaker, and he brought a coffin out, set it on fire, and uh, that was pretty much. The gist. They have know. to have every week some something where he's calling out the Undertaker until Undertaker arrives. So yep, which might not happen until Mania. So I, I, I'm saying I'm calling it the Monday before mm. Mania. I'm calling it. We'll see. So uh, so yeah. Anything to really take away from it, Doug? Nah. Nah, man. Nah, man. So uh, I like fire. Yeah. So after that, we got to see a. You like fire? I like fire. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you like fire? <laughs> Nine. A lot more than you're anticipating WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> what do you like to do with fire? 
burn shit, melt shit, um, just burn things. Stare into the soul of the fire. This is a personality trait that I did not know that you had. <laughs> yeah, he's burning thing. He's a pyromaniac. It's weird, Aver. That's fucking weird. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I keep it on the inside. I don't. I don't try to. Yeah, I keep it on a deal. <laughs> So after that, we got a six-person mixed tag match between the Usos and Naomi going up against Tyson, Cesaro, and Natalia. Really short matchup. Uh, Natalia was favoring her leg, which I guess she injured. She injured last week on Raw, and uh, it cost them the matchup as Tyson tagged Natalia in, and Naomi won with the dreaded roll-up of death. Really nothing to take from it. It's just that yeah, she lost, and then... What was it? Cesaro was saying something to her, and then, no, no, no. Kid was no, no. What was it? Kid was saying something. Cesaro Natalia something was mad then, at. Then Cesaro mad got Tyson. behind Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Because Natalia was upset, and then they hugged it out, they right? Hugged, yeah, they hugged it out. Natalia was upset. After awkward that. hug. Very awkward. So I mean, they're obviously stretching this until WrestleMania, or at least it would appear. But I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Rogue. So um, after that, we got to see John Cena. This Raw was very, very promo heavy. Not a lot of matches. I think there were six matches in the three hours of Raw. The rest was all filler. Um, but, I mean, no it was killer. pertaining to storyline, I guess, for the most part. You know, John Cena comes out talking about how he, you know, he wants to be at WrestleMania, but he doesn't have an opponent, so he'll just throw himself into the Intercontinental, or no, the Andre the Giant 30-man Battle Royal. Have they announced it as 30-man? Or they're just saying the Battle Royal. I don't know if they put a number on it. Yeah. They'll probably just have a random number. And didn't he try to do this last year when he didn't have a match, too? I think so. Yeah. So, deja vu. But uh, Stephanie comes out. Cuts Cena really wants to be in this fucking match. He does. He wants to win it. Uh, I saw one comment that, that made me chuckle. It was, uh, you know, they, they're not going to have... The, the fans don't want him to be in the Battle Royal because they don't... They don't want him to bury 29 guys in one night. So, whatever. I chuckled. Um, Shut up. I thought it was funny. Whatever. So, Stephanie McMahon comes out, cuts a promo on him saying, you know, the WWE doesn't doesn't need John Cena. John Cena needs the WWE. Talking about Andre the Giant. Talking about, you know, all the greats who tried to leave and thought that uh the wwe would sink without them but i don't know i i thought it was great work by stephanie but what did you guys think i think it made any fucking sense why she was saying it yeah i think it was just a just way to get the crowd you know the crowd oh, was was hot but why why are they trying to R- russo is uh, russo <laughs> russo <laughs> also a heel uh <laughs> too many um rusev with a v uh evie um, he's your heel. Why are you trying to rally your crowd against John Cena? I don't know. Well, also the bad part is, well, they need to realize that anything they do or say against John Cena, people are going to cheer. I mean, this is why it doesn't make any fucking sense is because she said, you know, fuck you because you couldn't get the job done against Rusev. We're going to have to find someone else who can take that away for Rusev. And why are you burying Cena if you actively wanted him to beat Rusev? And Rusev's just the guy who was on your fucking team at Survivor Series when you needed somebody. Continuity. So, so none of that shit makes any fucking sense. Well, mm-hmm. she was iffy about that, remember? <laughs> Stephanie was well, iffy. I the mean, whole scratch your back kind of thing. But still, even that was, stu- was stupid. I don't know. What's so funny is, going back to my dad on this one, 
Um, <laughs> he was like, every, he heard everyone booing for Cena. He's like, wow. He goes, Cena needs to leave this company. He goes, <laughs> people don't like him. I wouldn't take that stuff. I would leave. And he, he kept on saying, he needs to leave. He needs to leave. And he's like, he's not getting appreciated. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I was just going along with my dad. I was like, yeah, you're right, dad. You're right. He doesn't. <laughs> Where does he think you should go? Did you ask him? Nah, I mean he he knows of other companies, but he's not really familiar with them. But he was he was just saying he needs to leave and all. He's like, I wouldn't put up with this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Boo me! I'll show you. <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah, I like that. So. so yeah. So during the midst of that, we got Curtis Axel coming out, and the crowd was definitely hot for that. Uh, you know, I'm not really into that uh, Curtis Axel. Um, Axel Mania. Axel Mania. Axel Mania. Axel Mania, Axel Mania. Not into it. Not really. Oh, how about you, Doug? No. No. Okay. Well, the crowd. I don't. Was I don't. I don't it. start booing someone who sucks just because I'm tired of John Cena being on top. I'm not that fucking stupid. <laughs> so. I'm not like yes. Give me this really shitty guy over the. <laughs> uh, give me the really shitty guy over the guy who's actually legitimately good, but we're just tired of seeing it. I'm not stupid. <laughs> so that leads into uh, John Cena versus Curtis Axel. Very short matchup. I think it was well, like... He gave him a chance to leave. Yeah, he gave him a chance, a chance to leave. To get out of the ring. But then whatever. he delivered. I think it was two clotheslines, attitude adjustment, and the STF for the win. And uh, STF, you. Yeah. And uh, Rusev comes out and says, you know, you want you want a chance at me? And the crowd's chanting USA, and he's like, I don't care what you chant. I'm not going to give him a match. The answer is no. So they're still drawing out this, will John Cena have a match at WrestleMania? What's going to happen? So I don't know. What do you guys think about this whole thing? I mean, I think it's going to come down to he's eventually going to give him the match somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to put Lana in the SDF and be like, you're giving me that match. (laughs) No? Uh, what do you think? I felt like I did my part in this segment oh, by okay. inciting all the listeners by telling them that John <laughs> Cena's good and Curtis Axel sucks. <laughs> so Don't right. write in. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that, we got to see Triple H come out, cut a promo, talking about Sting, asking Booker T to come up into the ring, talking you know about control. Booker T doesn't think Triple H can control him. He wasn't able to control him in WCW and all that. Uh, Ric Flair couldn't do it. Eric Bischoff couldn't do it. And uh, so Triple H says, "Well, thanks." You can't for your- control Steam. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for the input. Uh, and you're fired. So. Oh my god, that was so hilarious. Not that that in. part itself, but my dad. This guy. Just because he was like, "Oh man, I can't believe that just happened." Because what an asshole. I was like, "Yeah, I know, Dad." I was like, "Triple H isn't." He was like, I "Can't believe he fired Booker T." He's like, "There was another time whenever he, he says, oh, I'm just messing with him." He's like, "I wouldn't put up with that shit." And I was like, "Yeah, should he leave too?" I feel, I feel like your dad wouldn't last very long in the WWE. My dad's hilarious when it comes to watching. If they, he like if they boo him, he's gonna leave. If they fire, fake fire him, he's gonna leave. Uh, it's just every, everything's funny. If it's a little guy <laughs> versus a big guy, oh, that little guy's gonna get his ass whipped. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Triple H was like, "Hey, just kidding. It's all about control, and I'm gonna be the one to control Sting and blah blah blah. Make me look believable, and that I can actually beat this guy at WrestleMania. We all know I'm not." So. Go kick Sting's ass. Yeah, that. 
real real classy way to put over Booker's special later in the day. Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. I know I just fired Class you, facts. but make sure to tune in to the WWE Network for the next segment of the 24 series. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys happen to check out that that documentary? I didn't catch it. Oh, I did know. not. I did. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was just 30 minutes long, so if you have the network, go and check it out. Good stuff. Is so, it on demand yet? Yes. Yeah, you can go in and, and check it out. So, uh, next matchup, we got to see Paige going up against Nikki Bella, a rematch for the Divas Championship. Uh, I saw one person say that the uh, this matchup lasted about eight minutes, which is longer than normal a normal Divas match tends to last. However, like four minutes of it was spent at commercial, so we didn't get to see any of it. Uh, but the match ends in a disqualification. What do you expect? Uh, after Brie Bella interferes, the beatdown on Paige begins or is about to begin, and AJ comes to make the save. AJ returned. She delivers a vicious clothesline to Brie, which uh, got a little blood trickling from her nose and uh, and made the save. So anything to take away from the match and AJ's return? I mean, this is all set up for the tag match at Mania. I, mm. I mean, like... Uh... Give Divas a chance just means give them a platform to try to tell a story. It doesn't mean that these these ladies are going to start getting decisive finishes because nobody else in the fucking show is getting decisive finishes yeah. anyway. So I, I I don't, you know, I don't expect decisive finishes, especially not when it's just all set up. But, yeah, uh, yeah I was fine for what it was. Okay. But after that, we did get to see another segment with uh, Seth Rollins and his Daily Show, his version of the Daily Show, bringing out John Stewart, and uh, you know John Stewart, I, you know this wasn't a bad a bad guest on on Raw. There have definitely been worse. He, I thought he did a, he a fine job. He either stuff or he rehearsed it very well, or he did his homework and right stuff really well. He didn't like he's really supposed stutter to, anything. He's supposedly a big fan, like a legit okay. fan. Well, that's cool too. Yeah, for him to at least be able to drop some uh, some names. Yeah, he did a he did a fine job. And uh, you know, delivered the low. I didn't really get the uh, check out. I wonder if that was like a legit kick to nuts, or he tried to kick him on the side. You know, no, he went straight up. They showed in slow motion. Seth wore a cup. I hope so. If not, it would be quite. I mean, he was he was ready for the the last match of the Mm -hmm. the night, so I guess he was. Yeah, he he had recovered by then. So uh, I don't know. Quick kick to the nuts, Doug. What do you think about this segment? I like John Stewart a lot. I'm a big John Stewart fan. Mm-hmm. I like Seth Rollins. I don't give a fuck about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not how I want to see guest stars incorporated. Yeah, it's just not, it doesn't make sense to me to do this type of stuff. I know they've got a hard on to, to <laughs> fucking do this kind of shit. And that's, they they love outside media exposure. Oh, yeah. the, I mean the sure. sad the sad thing is I'm the target audience for this. I like John Stewart mm-hmm. and I like the WWE, and I don't want to see it. Yeah. So who the fuck else is going to want to see this? I'm target audience, and I'm like, see, no thanks. I don't know when they got together and planned all this stuff, but I, and it could have been like right when Jon Stewart made that video retaliate or when oh, yeah. uh, when they could have made it then or whatever or afterwards, but I felt from that video, I was like, oh, no, he's going to go to Raw. Yeah, well, I was actually thinking they would have held it off until Mania and have Rollins say, okay, well, you pick – Whoever you want to face me at WrestleMania, and I'll you know tear them to shreds, and you know it'd be Randy Orton, something like that. Like that way they could they'd have a celebrity at WrestleMania, and it would be incorporated incorporated in a good way 
where it's not overly distracting. Well, because Orton is still pretending that he is <laughs> with the authority. Yeah, he's got to continue to. He's got to continue to to play along. Oh yeah. So I mean, this might not be the last we see of John Stewart, at least. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and have it be the last. I, know, I feel like it, it'll last. I like I, I like John Stewart, but man, I just I don't care. It's just not the crossover that I think works. Yeah, they don't crossover with the type of shit that I think works. I don't know. So True. I don't know, but we'll see what they have in store. I think that might last until Mania, but we'll have to see. So uh, next up, we got to see Luke Harper going up against Daniel Bryan. First time we got to see Daniel Bryan of the night. So uh, they had a they had a pretty solid matchup. What do you guys think? I thought it was solid. Yeah, I missed it. So uh, how did it go? Piss, piss. It went solid. <laughs> Anything like that stood out? That was cool. Hard hitting and fast paced. What I saw when I came back in was the end part where Intercontinental title is being stolen again. Mm-hmm. Everybody's stealing titles. Dolph Ziggler or Barrett stole it from Harper, and Ziggler stole it from uh, from Barrett. And then climb, well, our truth stole it, and then Harper took oh, yeah. it back, and then Ziggler super kicked Harper. That's correct. Blah blah blah. I don't know why Harper needs to be doing all these fucking jobs. He should be more. <laughs> he should be better protected than he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it was necessary at all for him to tap out to Dean O'Brien right here. And I like Dean O'Brien a lot, but I just don't think it's the right call. Yeah. Why can't they protect this dude? I don't know. Got to pay his dues. I don't. Maybe it'll pay off one day. Why? Why instead of these old mon, these old giant monsters that nobody has any fucking faith in, that nobody has any stock or belief in, like Kane and Big Show? Mm-hmm. Why don't they let them go? Let them go sit on their asses because they're old and tired and probably could use it. And why don't they? Why isn't a guy like Luke Harper the monster that the authority is employing? Why isn't a guy yep. like to get him over? by being with the quote-unquote top heels in the company mm-hmm. and protect him the way that Big Show and Kane is protected. Like, what? those guys don't need to be as that as protected as they are. They they should be protecting Harper the way they're protecting Kane and Big Show. I yep. feel like if there's one thing that, and I'm just saying this, but I feel like if there's someone in backstage or someone who has power, there's just one thing they don't like about them or one thing they did wrong, they're going to hold you back. Mm. I mean, whenever they released... Rowan and Harper from from Bray Wyatt. Why not just keep them as a tag team and have them be what Kane and Big Show? That would have been a great spot for those guys. Yeah, if you don't have anything for them right now, which you clearly don't have anything for them right now, mm-hmm. they could be doing exactly what Kane and Big Show are doing. Yep, and they could use it because they would benefit from it. And they're they're your future guys, right? So you know, stop dwindling on the past guys. Start worrying about the future. It would be one thing if people bought in and believed in those guys, but no one takes it seriously, but they feel the need to protect them the way that they do. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what could have been, of course, but Daniel Bryan does end up defeating Luke Harper. Uh, after that, we got another promo, this time from Paul Heyman, and I don't know what pissed him off, but damn, he came out on fire. Uh, you know, Talking about everything that's leading up to WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar is going to be there, and... You know, talking about Roman Reigns and such. So, what what do you guys think about this? I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I guess the whole cut the mic on back and forth there where it was part of the. I don't think so. I don't know. If, I but think why he was, just improvised on it. Yeah. I think the mic was fucking up, and he he's good enough to improvise. Because it sounded it sounded weird, like uh, 
That's what I thought it was. They didn't cut them off. It was just glitching or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that takes us into the main event of Raw. We got to see Seth Rollins going up against Roman Reigns with the authority in full force on the outside. Uh, Rollins ends up getting the victory after Orton caused uh, quite a little bit of uh, interference. Or ruckus. Yeah. Let's call it a ruckus. He, he created a ruckus. And uh, cost Roman Reigns the matchup. Ruckus. So, uh, that sounds like that would be like a name of like a Uncle? rapper. Uncle Ruckus. No relation. Ruckus. So, uh, so what do you guys think about the main event? Ruckus the wrestler. Yeah. Ralphus. Ralphus and Ruckus. Um, yeah. tag team of the century. Too much uh-huh. from the main event. The only thing I remember was uh, Orton helping Rollins. Yeah. See, I can help. How about you, Doug? I don't know, man. I don't know that I have anything to say. I don't know that anything jumped out at me. Yeah, they just need to flip the switch already. With or- I mean, everyone knows that he's going to do something to piss Rollins off, and then there's going to be a match at WrestleMania. Just do it now. Flip this switch. Flip the switch. Flip that shit. Flip this switch. Flip, 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 flip. my switch. Flip. Game over. So, uh, yeah. After the matchup, everything broke down. <laughs> and uh, Rowan Reigns went on a rampage attacking all of the authority except for uh, Randy Orton. Uh, and that's pretty much how they closed out Raw. So, uh, all in all, meh. It was all right. Meh. It was very promo heavy, like we said. But now, and now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder we Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown ass woman. Total Divas time. Okay, so this week we total start t- off total Tyler. Yeah, we start off with total Dickle. Natalia. Hey man, give it back. Natalia and TJ. Well, they're um, is everything. This a sad is, story first. No, Uh-oh. really, there's not total dickwad. No, really, I don't think there is any sad stories. Um, total douchebag. Total douchebag. Well, they're getting along. Everything's okay, and she was thanking him for helping her when it came to like her mom, like re- help remodel all the stuff, the house, and helped you know her dad, you know, talking to him and all that stuff. Whatever has been happening in the past like two episodes. So they're talking about the future. You know, hey, we need to do something else just in case. You know, WWE. You know, we're not gonna be able to do this forever. So. She sets up some modeling contract or goes to some modeling place and stuff. They take some pictures of TJ. Total D's nuts. Yeah, D's nuts. Uh, so they're testing him out. He's like taking some pictures and stuff. He has like a shirt off, and there's these two modeling chicks next to him and stuff like that. And Natalia is getting jealous because one is like all up in uh, his Kool Aid. Total and stuff, bitches. and then the the guys taking pictures like, "Hey, let's just do underwear shots," and then uh, so he gets in his underwear. I th- they all get in their undergarments, and uh, who says undergarments? Um, so they're taking pictures. She's getting really jealous and all that stuff, but um, then the shoots it finally ends, and the guy from that company was like, "Well, I think you're good for he." Not for a certain uh, company. I forgot they said not like um. I don't know what line he they would he wouldn't be good for, but what he would be good for is like sports stuff, 
like line or something like that. But uh, and she finally talked to him. It's like you know I got jealous and all this stuff. Total diary. Yeah, uh, she she was like I didn't like how that girl was all up there. He's like she's like her boobs was like all on like on your back and stuff like that. And he's like how do you think I feel? And he's like I didn't really like that either. So <laughs> that's what he said too. And she's like well. I'm glad he feels the same way I'd, you know, do. She said that to the camera, so <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty much it. Oh well, one more thing. They were like, um, "Total diaper." <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to think of all the d- the D words I can think of. To put after total dick. Um, I already did that one like at the beginning. Oh, sorry. And now they're like backpack together or something like that he was like you have my heart at the end or something like that i don't know but um so then we go to you have my heart but she's got my back <laughs> i think of all story that uh page um so she goes to chrono and it was like hey i want a tattoo so there's no it's chrono chrono and um jerry lawler so she sits on jerry lawler's lap Know, yeah, out of nowhere, and he's and um, like he's a chair, and then uh, so she's talking to them. She's like, "Yeah, I want a tattoo." And he's like, "Why you want a tattoo?" Then he says some something something along the lines like, "Why you want to change your image? We have these figures that came out and stuff, and we we don't want to change your image and stuff. Uh, so no tattoos. I'll I'll take it higher up and ask them and all that stuff. But uh, I think I'll say no to tattoos." So later on, she saw Carano again. She's like, well, I got something to tell you. So I talked to them, and they said, no tattoos. <laughs> and she's like, why would you, you say it like that? Because he was trying to joke around with her, but uh, he came kind of came off as a dick. Um, but she got pissed off Total because actually, cause actually she was with Foxy, and Foxy was saying, or he said, Foxy's soul – Damn it, Chrono sold Foxy out because he goes, well, Foxy said that she wouldn't like a tattoo on you either. And so Paige got pissed off. She she left. But then later on, she went to the tattoo parlor and stuff. Well, I'm going to get a tattoo. I don't care what people said. And like, What does she want a tattoo of? I don't know. She either wanted like a tattoo from her shoulder to like the middle of her arm. Of what though? I don't know. And then Or a chest tattoo. So when they found her, it was all total setup bullshit because she was at the tattoo parlor and she supposedly called uh, Rosa and Foxy. But why would you call them and say, hey, I'm getting a tattoo, even though they advise you not to? So they show up to the tattoo parlor. We got to stop her. And they had like some fake stuff like that was on her. It was like all like one color at the stencil. It, it happened. It didn't happen yet. So they also called Natalia in. To say, hey, you shouldn't, you know, you have to think about your career and all that stuff. But even Natalia's like, it'd be cool to have a tattoo. I mean, I think that tattoo would be cool, but you got to think about your career. And Paige's like, I'm tired of people telling me what to do. I'm pissed. Later on, they did another cutscene there somewhere else. And she's like, well, I didn't get the tattoo. It's all about my career, blah, 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 blah. And that's it. And then. You like girls with tattoos? Uh, I guess they have to be in certain. I don't know. I've never seen a girl with like leg tattoos or whatever. I don't guess girls they get like either arms or. I've seen plenty of girls with leg tattoos. Yeah, I guess I haven't. Uh, I don't mind. 
Um, yeah, I have no problem. Are you particularly that. fond of, or you can take it or leave it? Take it or leave it. It doesn't bother me if they have it, and it doesn't bother me if they don't have it. So, um, so the next storyline is uh, Cameron and Vinny. Oh shit! Yeah. So Cameron is nervous because. Both the families are coming together to meet. Is this for Vinny proposes? Yeah. Well, kind of. Okay. I'll yeah. get into it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm ready to hear this. So, I forgot who Cameron was with, but she was... Oh, Eva Marie. She came with... Uh, they went to go talk to her father. Uh, Cameron's father. She hasn't seen him in a while. Um, Cameron's father used to be, a, uh, I think, I guess a crack addict and stuff, and he did crack like a long time ago, and it's teeth was rotten his teeth is rotten now falling out so he has like kind of dentures and stuff like that so she says she's not embarrassed but throughout the whole episode she's embarrassed uh to have him like with his teeth like that and all that stuff but she's trying to throughout the episode she's trying was to he taking his teeth out or something yeah because his dentures something's wrong like they haven't been fitting right and it's been hurting his mouth and stuff because uh, i was wondering like like if he just has dentures, that's not necessarily a new. Well, it's like thing. a it's like a certain teeth are there, and it's like a, you know how it's like a special mold, and like there's different teeth in different places. He'll right. pop it in stuff like that. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, it, just because he has it, it's not necessarily noticeable unless he's just like. Well, it. what they made in this episode, like she made a big deal about it. Like, oh no, it's like when you smile and stuff, you know. Right. You could tell, and, and also he said it bothered him too. He didn't want to go out and certain like place in public but he became he became a minister mm-hmm. minister and all that stuff but he still he says he's kind of embarrassed a little bit to go out but Cameron was making a big deal about it but she says she wasn't like you know embarrassed and stuff so they went over there and then she was like well I want you we're gonna get the families together I want you to meet you know Vinny's parents and all that stuff and uh so they went to and she's also I'm gonna help you to make you feel confident, we're going to go to the dentist and fix all this stuff. They went to the dentist and... What do you mean fixed by having like... Uh, all his teeth, like either like give him new dentures or like that or whatever they call it. Or they didn't really specify, to be honest with you. They went there and she told what was the problem and all this stuff. And she was like, the whole time, Cameron was like, hey, can we get this done in one week? And they were like, no. We can't get done with this in one week. It's, a lot of shit, huh? Yeah, she kept on saying, one week, one week. It's like, no, we can't. So she was bummed out about that. And then she took, because he, he, when they went to the store to get, like, new clothes, and he's like, are you embarrassed of me? Because he, like, talked to her, and she's like, no, 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 no. I just want everything to go good for the meeting and all that stuff between the families. And also, I'm super embarrassed of you. Yes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So... Uh, so both the families got together. Well, I would imagine that's a complicated issue. I, I would imagine it's a little bit deeper than just embarrassment of the dentures. She probably has some like deep feelings of like resentfulness and stuff because of his past as like an as a yeah, it could be, could be, yeah. I'd imagine I'd imagine it's probably a little deeper of an issue than just his teeth. But she just she made it sound like that though maybe so you saw it i didn't so i'm gonna take you at your word so total yeah total dentures so uh cameron's family got there first at the restaurant and Vinny was there too 
and uh, she had, like pulled the father aside and was like, "Hey, can you put your dentures?" <laughs> she said that to him. He put them like, in. Yeah, put them in. I I assume. Oh, he's not wearing it because it bothers him. It hurts him. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So and he did for her. Gotcha. And all that stuff. So they're sitting down waiting for uh, Vinny's parents, and then Vinny was like. I forgot his name. It was like, Mr. So-and-so, can I come, can I talk to you? So they went off to another table in the back somewhere. And he was like, I would like to get your blessing to uh, propose to your daughter. Oh, they're going to do it on the season finale. Well, something goofy <laughs> is about to happen. So uh, okay, I'll tell hey, you. Um, I'm jumping the gun here. I'm and sorry. he was like, well, I would like to uh, propose to her down the line. I would like to get your blessing. He's like, yeah. He's like, First time I met you, I felt like you're, you know, you were a son to me and all stuff. You take care of my daughter. I appreciate that, all that, and blah blah blah. Damn, Skippy. And then, you know, Cameron's whole time was like, "Why, why is he talking to my dad for?" You know, blah blah blah. Then total damnation. Yeah. Then they later on they they all go back to the table, and then here comes Vinny's parents, and they're all interacting and all this stuff. Is uh, Vinny's uh, parents cool? They really only show the dad. I mean, right. they show the mom, but she don't really talk. The dad talks. Does he like Vinny? Um, no, you don't see him like Vinny. I mean, how Vinny talks is totally not accent wise, but he has you know, more of an accent. Like, no, 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 not accent wise. But now Vinny's like, uh, uh, like the the maybe no, cad- cadence, like maybe I don't know the word I'm looking for. Not not accent wise, but you know how Vinny like his speech pattern is almost. No, okay, never mind. It's not important. It's different. Total uh, difference. <laughs> and then it's like his dad and her dad were talking, like, see what they were, you know, what they do professionally and all that stuff. They're talking about that. And then it cuts to the scene where they're all at the table. And then Cameron's dad gets up and he's like, it's like, I would like the, I guess he said, make a to- toast. And he goes, he goes, my daughter's fiance right here just asked me if he can propose to my daughter. <laughs> they're both like what <laughs> uh, yeah. so he kind of ruined it right so it was quite comical and um but i just want to say these are two good kids and made you know good little speech and all that stuff and but then, they're not they're not engaged yet no 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 did Vinny try to stop him was he like waving him off like giving uh, him the he dough? was kind of like oh man <laughs> But then uh, they kind of turn into a feel-good moment, I guess, at the end. What but then, did uh, what did she say about it? She's like, uh, what's going on here? And he's like, well, I did want to go talk to your dad about proposing to you. And he's like, oh, where's the ring? I was like, well, I actually sat down the line. But <laughs> but uh, then, the, then... Actually, I was keeping my options open. <laughs> yeah, I was keeping my options open, babe. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then... Uh, then I guess since the dad made a speech, then Vinny's dad felt like he had to stand up and say something too. <laughs> so yeah. it was quite hilarious, and then they try to make it into a feel good moment. Then at the end, when everyone's leaving, she pulls Cameron pulls her dad to the side, and she's like, she's crying, it's like I want to apologize to you because when I said I was embarrassed, and I said I wasn't, I was, and I didn't mean to, you know, be like that, and I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. They hugged it out and everything was good. Nobody gave any speeches whenever you got engaged. Did someone give a speech? Did someone talk? Mm-mm. Are you... Maybe so, huh? When you're engaged? Yeah. You can. You but can you for had, a celebration. You right. know, like... Uh, someone can make a toast, but no one did. No one did it. It's mind. not required. You think that... Uh, 
Oh well, I wouldn't. I would inquire further. I mean, I was there, but I would. I would further that out if you were included in the segment. If you, if right. you, if you hadn't, if you don't just so rudely step out on the segment every time, <laughs> then I would include you in it. But I, I give you your time to shine. That's <laughs> what it is. I forgot. Like <laughs> the the Bellas May appearances. He, throughout he, well, the he's show. He, he's insinuating that Total Divas is our time to shine, and the rest of the show is. Total Daniel. Oh, Total it Daniel. It is. Total Daniel. Uh, I got more of that. You guys uh, are nothing without me. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you a little nervous about? Uh, I'm not nervous, but how do you think Noah's going to do speech wise? Noah's going to have to give a speech. You know that, right? Yeah. You know you're going to have to give a speech. I got to give a speech. For oh. me? Oh yeah, well, yeah. For he, him, I thought you mean why do I have to give a speech for my thing? No, I have. <laughs> no, I mean I've uh, I've pop, been brainstorming already. Pop quiz is Daniel's wedding day. You have to give a speech right now. Right now? Yeah, wing it. Improv. I'm not Let's, prepared. I know. You're not. That's the point. This is oh. improv. It's supposed to be You fun. dropped all your cards. Go. <laughs> okay. And try not to make it, and try not to make it, like, too good because you don't want him to be, like, unsurprised when you you're actually like, the podcast it. one was much better. <laughs> you just mic up an iPod and, like, play this one again? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not going to say, it. listen to this shit. Though. I'll be just, your hype man. You'll be like, you're, like, spitting and it all coming in hype man stuff. I'm not prepared. We're doing this. <laughs> right now? Look, this show is fucking sucked. We have a shitty show this week, okay. and so we owe these people this much. My family is looking at you right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Your uh, family, or his family is looking at you. Have friends and family travel from out of town. How liquor is this? Is, uh, this is... We'll be providing booze. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. So we're, so we're getting liquored up, and, <laughs> and we're just waiting. So it's like ding, 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 ding. There you go. That's good. Yeah, that's a good start. attention now. Hi, nice hey, to see y'all. everybody, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tyler's trying to say something. Nice to see y'all motherfuckers here. Nice to see y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm your hype man. <laughs> so, I met Daniel, Daniel in high school. We were in choir together. Choir. He was a cool cat. He's <laughs> a cool and, cat. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know him that well then, but um, he was always... He's, didn't even want to know him then. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Always made me laugh. But then uh, <laughs> he graduated and I didn't see him for a while. So Total diploma. <laughs> then Total later diploma. on, <laughs> later on, I saw him at Target again. Hit the mark. Yeah. Right in the Target. Bullseye. <laughs> we started talking again. So um, Chat it up. Total discussions. From there, we actually became good friends. All stuff when we started hanging out. Total dudes. Started talking about wrestling. Pro graps. <laughs> so, you know, just he he's became a good friend and um hung out with them all the time. And then uh You gotta include Kelsey somehow. Yeah, I am. I'm getting there. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm let the man deliver his I'm trying speech. to I'm trying to connect this somehow. Hype man hypes. Talk man Hype talks. Man Oh, I got nothing to hype. I'm trying to calm yeah. it. <laughs> um, then one day. <laughs> oh, <don't> no. <laughs> there was this girl <laughs> that popped out. No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Poor Jeff's words. No. Nah, popped out. Popped out. Then several <laughs> years later. <laughs> Shit, I got to tweak this. Bitch, I don't fucking know. Um, hey, you do need to tweak this. 
hey man, I gotta get through my wedding, then I will <laughs> sit down and do it. Um, crap, I'm like dropping the mic. Shit, right You're not on. dropping the mic. You can only drop the mic after you give a killer speech. You can't right. not drop the mic like that. You gotta like earn a, that drop. Uh, I mean, you uh, may nervously drop it right now, but. Was it? I remember one day, uh, Daniel told me that uh, this this girl has a lot of stuff in common with him, and uh, they watch the same stuff, and it was really cool. Uh, go, go, they have go. a lot of stuff in common, and pa- okay, we're gonna take a timeout. This is twenty second timeout. This is mid speech. It's not looking good. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I haven't even started he's on the speech, he's man. He's grading your speech. Yeah. This I have is, not. This you, is like, you told me to do this. I haven't is, even started on the speech like, yet. This is like best man application right here. I ain't starting on the speech until after <laughs> I get married, dude. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I just like to see you guys squirm. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. Word. To your mom. Mm. Mm. So is that the end of the speech? <laughs> I think he was telling. He said, he oh, said fuck yeah. this shit. I'm not yeah. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I don't See y'all motherfuckers. Like motherfuckers. <laughs> Came here for the booze. <laughs> Came here for the booze. <laughs> Titties and beer. Anything else to add? Uh, for Total Divas? Yeah. Uh, there was also a segment. The Bellas were in there somehow. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, but there was the Bellas. There was Dolph Ziggler. And then there was uh, Daniel Bryan. And one of the Bellas was like, hey, you remember that match where Daniel Bryan or Daniel carried you through the whole match? That, that's, that's what they said to the to Ziggler. And then Ziggler was like, hey, you remember a time where you kept on farting and you couldn't stop farting? <laughs> to the Bellas, he said? Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just one random little segment. So That's weird. That's it. Girl, bye. There you go. You want to talk about Lucha Underground or no? No. All right, not this week. All right, check out Lucha Underground. Good stuff. No. So, uh, with that being said, time to go to the Q and A portion of the show. Are you mad because I was like make a speech right now? No one expected Uh, it to be good. We're just busting your fucking balls. I need to come up with something, but that'll be after my. That'll be after you've got a year. You've got a year. Oh yeah, yeah. So time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answers. First question coming to us from Bazooka Majin saying, Nice show, guys. Question, what pay-per-view has the best name of all time? That's a tough one. Because it's, well, I don't know. It depends on what you like. I was fond of Bad Blood. Bad Blood? Yeah. How about you, uh, Doug? I like War Games. Yeah. I like. What else do I like? I was always a fan of Halloween Havoc from WCW. That was always a favorite of mine. It's a tricky thing because I feel like it. It should tell you something about the pay per view without being like so like on the nose about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a fine line. I, I like. Yeah, I'm drawing sort of blank. I like war games. I like. Talk. War games. Well, that's been established. <laughs> In your house. 
In your house, that was always a, a, a favorite of mine as well. I like those. That's a cheat because that was like a name of many of them. Doesn't matter. Still counts. All right. You're counting it. <laughs> Any others? Uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, no. All right. So there you go. Thanks, Bazooka. Stuff. So next question comes to us from Flaccid PP saying, Yo, guys, good show this week as always, and thanks for answering my questions. My question this week is, have you guys ever been to a WWE event? I will be going. Super Brawl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I will be going to the final Raw before WrestleMania. So, do you guys have any tips or advice being at an event? Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Um, We have been to several events, actually. Um, Yeah, we go all the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, Anytime there's a live event that's in town, we try and go to. We've been to a couple of Raws. Um, I know we went to. One in Houston. We went to TLC in Houston. I've been to a Raw in Dallas. Uh, we went to WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania 30. Uh, and then I went to Raw like back in the 90s when they came to Beaumont. You. Uh, my tips would be have fun but be courteous. Yeah. Like uh, it's it's all good and fun to be like vocal and have a good time. I would I would say be conscious of the fans that are sitting around you don't be the asshole like cursing up a storm when there's kids around yeah don't be the asshole being your uh, the stupid smart mark kayfabe like listen to how cool i sound guy with fucking kids around that's that's a lame nobody wants to hear your bullshit let the kids have fun um don't (laughs) cuss you are not you are not the show participate but just keep it that in mind yeah i mean have fun but like be respectful of the crowd around you at the same time i would say if it's a televised he did say it's a raw right it's the raw before mania uh i understand the allure of taking a bunch of photos at like hell shows and stuff because it's not televised but hey man watch the fucking show instead of trying to snap so many pictures especially if it's being recorded because you can just go back and watch the recording it's all yeah. there for you like mm-hmm. work us on like focus on having a good time work don't worry about no fucking signs and shit like I feel like too many people are like engaged in like the culture of oh, being my at a signs show. on TV. My my sign, my pictures, uh, I'm starting cool chants instead of just having a, like take the fucking show in. Also, if it depends <laughs> on, uh I mean that's my big pet peeve and that's what I try to do. Also, it, it it sort of like depends on where your seats are, but I have a personal rule for myself that if I'm at a live show, I don't watch the fucking Tron. I, w- I want to look at the ring because the Tron gives you the same experience that you get at home. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's a more unique experience to make. Even if you have sort of have bad seats, I'm trying to watch the ring itself and not the Tron. Right. I mean, that's just some shit for me. I don't know. What else do you guys got? Uh, well, most of the, most arenas nowadays, even if you're like in the top seat, you still have a good view. Sure. Um, I don't know. Like like Doug mentioned, you know, be be aware of your surroundings. So if people are being jerks and stuff like that, just, you know, if if no one else is doing it, go be the guy who grabs the attendant, say, hey, this guy is being obnoxious and uh, unnecessarily loud. Uh, can you see if he can be moved or something like that? Uh, I think that was the mistake that we did last time. Instead, we just fumed over it and we're getting ready to kick some, a- kick some ass and go to jail that night. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, have fun. You know, take a, take a picture or two if you want, but like, know. don't be the. My, I understand people want pictures. My my thing is, don't make that be your experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want 
taking pictures to be your experience. You want the show to be your experience that is enhanced by having a, some picture. I've seen some people film like the whole thing. Oh, yeah, they'll do that. But um, also, if you're towards the front of the row of your section or whatever, try not to stand up too much because you always have to remember that you know, I'm I'm six two. So whenever I'm standing up, someone who might not be as tall as I am, who's standing behind me, they won't be able to see. So you know, don't jip them out of however much they paid for their ticket. Especially if it's kids. Yeah, especially if it's kids. Like, you know, when we were when we went to Raw uh, after Mania, we had those front row seats, and we hardly stood up at all, right. just because everyone else could see behind us. Because right. if one person stands up, then the two people who are standing behind them have to stand up. Then the three people standing behind them have to stand up. So domino effect. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, stand up and cheer, do the yes chant if you, you know, if Daniel Bryan's your boy. Uh, but then once it comes time, you know, make sure to have a seat and clap and cheer and boo and do all the good stuff that you want to. But, you know, have fun. Make sure you get there early. So if you want to hit up the merch booth, you can with plenty of time. Um, intermission. You're, oh, well, I guess there, there's yeah. not an intermission during Raw. But if it's yeah. like a house show, intermission's never enough time to hit the merch booth. Right. You probably want to do that before the show. Yeah. So if you don't mind, like, missing the pre-show where everyone just kind of filters in you know if you're if you're towards the front of the line when the doors open then you know you can be one of the first to hit the merch booth and grab your gear and go but uh other than that most of the stuff you can just get online and uh so don't drink too many beers you'll have to pee don't drink too many (laughs) sodas you'll have to pee like you don't want to get up you also don't want to be the person who has to get up every five minutes and then expect everyone in your row to fucking the last event we went to or was was that at that Raw, the last yeah. Raw we went to? Every three minutes, someone's having to get up and go to the concession stand or go to the bathroom. And it's like, like good what? Lord, dude. Come on. Minimize your distractions and minimize being the person who's causing distractions. Right. Go to have fun. You know, just have fun. Yeah. Find someone who's doing the same chant as you. Give them the thumbs up if you want. and. I mean, it's all pretty com- pretty much common sense stuff. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised how many I people I guess today. not if there's so many people <laughs> don't. Yeah, there are a lot of people these days that don't have the common sense, so that's the sad thing. But, uh, but yeah, so have fun. Uh, if you're if you're going to be camera side, make sure you uh, say hi or wave to us or something. I don't know. So let us know. So final question coming to us from Subs. S-U-P-Z-Z-Z. So uh, saying, uh, as far as Fastlane, I would have had Brian win and have Dean win the uh, Intercontinental title, have Seth Rollins versus Dean versus Roman for the IC title to see who is truly the strongest of the Shield and bring back more importance to the title. Brian versus Lesnar, Rusev versus Randy, Cena could put someone over in the Andre the Giant match, maybe Ziggler, and uh, Axelmania could be eliminated in a second, not so big on the Taker versus Bray match. Anything you guys would do differently, or do you agree? Brian versus Lesnar for sure. Yeah, I think uh, the majority of people wanted to see that matchup. So yeah, I mean, I would do Brian versus Lesnar. I'd do Rusev versus Roman Reigns. I would do. Um, I probably do Sting Taker because I think they're banking on maybe trying to do it in another year, and who knows if either of those fucking guys are going to be able to do that in another yeah. year. Yeah, I'd go ahead and just do it now. Um. I like the idea of the triple threat shield members. I or think the IC title. Eh, it wouldn't even have to be that, but just any match with those three, I think that would be pretty entertaining. They haven't built 
built to anything that would that you could conceivably get to from there. Yeah. But oh well. But yeah. Thanks for the uh thanks for the questions. Make sure you subscri- uh submit your questions on our YouTube page WS video, also our Facebook page WS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsource.com and WrestlingNewsource.com on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Hold up. Really Hold quick, uh I feel like we had a pretty shitty show this week. I, I, I feel like it's because of some shit that went down up here and then also because Raw just wasn't that great. And yeah. Then, uh, so I, I do want to, I feel like I got to apologize. Um, hopefully the show will be better back to normal next week. So I'm yeah. sorry that the show was so blah this week. Thanks if you stuck with us through this terrible show. We do appreciate that. Uh, we do have the, again, we do have the radio show on Sports mm-hmm. Radio Beaumont. There's a free app and... um. This for people who are you know want to check that out. This week we talked about the Ring of Honor 13th anniversary show. We covered mm-hmm. a myriad of hot topics, including the hashtag give uh, give Divas a chance. Ray Mysterio, uh, Samoa Mysterio, Joe, Joe, uh, t- tons of stuff. Nothing that we talked about on this show that we talk about on that show. So it's yeah. totally different. So go and check that out if you will. We would appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll make sure to post when that happens on the Facebook page as well. So uh, so yeah, so thank you. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Um, yes, uh, follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel, and Tyler is at Tyler underscore Abraham. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Super Slam. There <laughs> Total dick. Uh, I'm Doug. And we will catch you all Total next Doug. week. Total Doug. That's a, Boop. That's a good one to end on. Total Doug. Nope.